Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome back to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday, Feb 21. Today, will Steve Smith make the Aussie T20 World Cup squad? Did we go too far declaring the death of Ball and the great Australian sports story we haven't talked enough about? But first... Demons defender Joel Smith has been provisionally stood down since October last year after returning a positive test for cocaine. Now, normally, a positive test for cocaine would result in just a strike under the AFL's illicit drug code, but if it's after a match, that means Sport Integrity Australia gets involved with a two-year ban hanging over your head. Now, Smith has finally heard back from anti-doping investigators, and it's not good news. Not only is the 27-year-old accused of taking the banned substance, but also trafficking it. You're in a lot of trouble. Hit with four new alleged violations, three for trafficking or attempted trafficking of cocaine and one for possession. Now, that's on top of the positive test from the second last round of the 2023 season. Smith has until mid-next month to respond to the charges. The Herald Sun reports he's facing up to a four-year suspension. Steve Smith is no doubt the Ricky Ponting or Greg Chappell of this Australian generation, the best batter we've had in the last decade or so. As the former captain moved to open the batting in the Test Arena to revive his career, he faces a bigger fight in the T20 format. Smith potentially only has the upcoming three-match series against New Zealand to prove he deserves a place in the 11 for June's World Cup. All right, hit one out of the park. That's if he gets a chance in the three-match series at all. Mitch Marsh has confirmed he will bat at three, Travis Head and David Warner will open and the skipper is a big rap for Tim David as the finisher. Players like Tim are rarity and it's certainly probably the hardest role within T20 cricket so um, we're lucky to have him. And Marsh is also lapping up his leadership role despite the return of Pat Cummins as a bowler. I can't wait to tell him what to do. I'm normally filling in for his press conferences when he's had enough so um, I'll, I'll get him back at some stage. Yesterday, we declared the death of Baz Ball after the balls-to-the-wall approach to cricket came unstuck in a record defeat to India in India. Your revolution is over, Mr Lebowski. A bit harsh. Well, if the definition of insanity is to repeat the same mistake again and again, we sit comfortably in making the bold statement. But let's get an expert opinion about whether Baz Ball has gone too far from former Aussie vice-captain Brad Haddon, who has questioned for a long time whether England has really changed the game or not. I think the the confusion lies with their players. I think they've got caught up into what they think Bazball's like. I, I heard Ben Duckett, who got a, actually an unbelievable 150, a running ball 100, then came out after that and said, oh, we've changed the way that the game's played. The reason, um, what, who got the double 100? Joswell. Joswell yeah, yeah. got the double 100. Mm. Oh, the reason he's done so well is because of us. Come on. Well, they've invented quick yeah. scoring. Mm. Yeah, it, it's like it's never happened before. And the yeah. one thing, I, I like what they're doing with Test cricket. I, mm. I like the style of game. I love what Brendan McCullum's brought to the change room. But it's those little comments like, oh, we're going to chase 600 down no matter what happens, you get bowled out for 100. It's the accountability piece around what's coming out of some of their players' mouths. Hear more from Hads and Adam Peacock, plus a special guest on the latest app of Willow Talk, now available on the Listener app. First pitch, Liam Hendricks, 96, strike one. 
And they're going to take that baseball out of the game, and Liam is going to take that ball and keep it for the rest of his life. Liam Hendricks is the feel-good sports story of 2023 you probably haven't heard much about. The pitcher from Perth was diagnosed with stage 4 non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in January last year. He immediately started treatment and remarkably, by May, was back on the mound for the Chicago White Sox. He played just five games before being sidelined by elbow surgery, but that was enough to win the American League's Comeback Player of the Year award. Now, that elbow injury requires something called Tommy John surgery that normally means 12 months recovery for a pitcher. He's got himself rather badly injured. But the storied Boston Red Sox have taken a chance on the Aussie, signing him as a free agent to a two-year deal worth around 15 million Aussie dollars. So why take a risk on a 35-year-old who may not see much action this season? Because Hendricks is one of the best closers in baseball at his best. A three-time All-Star in his last completed season, he struck out 198 batters in 127 games and around 128 innings pitched. Former Major League batter and infielder Billy the Kid Ripken says despite the obvious feel-good factor, he believes it is low risk for the Red Sox. So you're looking at five guaranteed per year. You know, let's just do the math in an average kind of setting. And look, if he earns bonuses, the Red Sox are going to be happy about that. Yeah. Because that means he's pitching and he's pitching well. And if he's doing that, uh, there's probably a good chance the Red Sox are doing okay themselves. So I like that deal right there. That's your fast fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the F each morning. Liam Flanagan back on the scorecard tomorrow. Listener.